بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We thank Allah جل وعلا for having granted us the opportunity once again to discuss and go over another surah in the Quran بإذن الله today we will be looking at the 93rd surah in the Quran and this is surah al-duha You would find that from this surah Up to the end of the Qur'an, a lot of people have memorized these surahs or these chapters because they are very short. For those who have only memorized the last 10 chapters of the Qur'an, you could now start memorizing these few chapters from Wadduha going towards the end of the Qur'an because these are very short and quite easy to memorize. Along with memorization, we should try our best to know the meanings of these surahs so it can help us to concentrate better in our salawat as well as get to know what Allah Jalla wa'ala is saying. Allah Jalla wa'ala begins by saying wadduha. Here he is taking an oath by the day or it could mean he is taking an oath by the one who created the day and that is he himself. He then says wallayli idha saja and the night When it covers everything, it could be that the darkness engulfs and covers everything or it could mean that when the night sets in and everything settles. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Addressing Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he says, your Lord, your Rabb has not forsaken you, he has not left you, nor is he angry or upset with you, he does not hate you. It is mentioned that after Rasulullah received revelation, he was very happy and he was performing his salawat, worshipping Allah Then for a little while, this revelation stopped. So some of the people around him, they said that, Oh Muhammad, your Lord has forsaken you. Or, وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ They said that we only see that the shaytan that was with you has left you. So Allah Jalla wa'ala then revealed this verse saying, مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Your Lord has not forsaken you. He has not left you, nor does he hate you, nor is he angry with you. He then says, وَلَلْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لَكَ مِنَ الْأُولَى Indeed, the akhirah and the afterlife is better for you than this dunya. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى Indeed, your Rabb, your Lord, will give you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and you will most definitely be happy. Your Lord will make you happy. He will give you and give you. The Mufassirin mention what exactly is being referred to here. Is it that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was shown how his ummah would spread? Is it the kawthar in Jannah? Is it more than that? All we know is Allah Jalla wa'ala has promised Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam many things and on top of that he has promised that he will most definitely give him and he will be happy. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى Allah Jalla wa'ala then goes on to remind the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of some of the bounties and gifts. Look at how at the beginning of the surah we find Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sad because revelation didn't come for a while and people started mentioning things. This was a difficult time. So Allah jalla wa'ala goes on to remind him of the bounties that he had given him. And when we remember the bounties of Allah upon ourselves, it makes difficulties or calamities much easier to bear and get through. So Allah jalla wa'ala begins by saying, 
Alam yajidka yatiman fa'awa. Did he not find you as an orphan? Your father had passed away before you were born. Your mother passed away when you were very young. Fa'awa. Allah Jalla wa'ala, he took care of you. He nurtured you. He put you in a place where other people took care of you. وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًّا فَهَدَى Here, ضال, we do not say misguided. We do not say that the Messenger was misguided بالله, and Allah guided him. No. Rather, as the Mufassirin mentioned, ضال in this verse is referring to the Messenger before revelation, not having knowledge about revelation. As we know, even before Islam or before he received revelation, he did not follow the people of Jahiliyyah in their bad ways, nor was he a person who worshipped what they worshipped in terms of idols, etc. So Allah Jalla wa'ala says, And we found you being somebody who was unmindful. You didn't have revelation. You didn't know Islam or Iman. As Allah Jalla wa'ala says in another verse of the Quran, ما كنت تدري ما الكتاب ولا الإيمان. You didn't know any of this. But Allah Jalla wa'ala is the one who taught you and he gave you. Another meaning of this verse is you were amongst a group of people who were misguided and Allah gave you that guidance. So you were one person, you were alone and Allah gave you that guidance and he also sent other people after that. So he granted you the strength to remain on the path even though you were one person and then it grew and your message spread. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَغْنَى And we found you as somebody who didn't have much. You didn't have much in terms of material or wealth. You were in need and Allah Jalla wa'ala is the one who granted you. He sustained you. He gave you. He made you content with what you had. وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَغْنَى He then says, فَأَمَّ الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقْهَرْ as for the orphan, then do not oppress him. Do not take his wealth. And remember, here Allah Jalla wa'ala, yes, he may be addressing the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but the message is for everybody else also. When it comes to the rights of the orphan, give them in full. As for the one who comes to ask you, then do not be harsh with him. Do not be rough with him. Look at how Allah Jalla wa'ala didn't say that when somebody comes to ask you, just give him. Rather, firstly, look at his emotions and his feelings. Yes, if you're able to give, give him what you're able to. He needs food, he needs something, you give it to him. And if you're unable to, you know, you can still give him a good word and you can at least keep his emotions intact. Some of the scholars mention that this verse is not only speaking about somebody who is in need when it comes to material or food or wealth. It's also speaking about somebody who asks when it comes to knowledge. So if there's a student or you want to learn something, somebody comes to you and they want to learn something from you, then you should give them what you have in terms of knowledge. And you should have the best of manners, honor them, speak to them in the best of ways. Do not be rough and difficult with them. Allah then says, And as for the bounties that your Lord or your Rabb has bestowed upon you, whether they are dini, whether it's to do with a religion or something material, then you can speak about them. The scholars mention that this verse is referring to a person who makes shukr and is grateful for what Allah has given him. So you find when he is with the people, any ni'mah, any bounty he has, 
he attributes it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wants to show gratitude and thanks to Allah. What's important to mention is when it comes to this verse or when somebody wants to try and speak about some of the ni'am and bounties that Allah has given him, remember you're not talking about yourself and also your intention should be clear. It should be to really show that Allah has given you such things and you are grateful to Allah, not to show that you are great or you have got a lot of wealth or you have been given a lot. So Allah Jalla wa'ala in this surah, he addresses the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, telling him how he was not forsaken, reminding him of some of the bounties and giving him certain instructions when it came to dealing with the orphan as well as the person who asks and also showing him how to be grateful. Another interpretation of this last verse, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثْ Some of the Mufassireen mentioned that this is referring to the Qur'an. So Allah Jalla wa'ala is saying, as for the Qur'an that has been revealed to you, then you should recite it, recite it to the people, teach it to them, etc. This is a very short surah. We should try to memorize it. If we have memorized it, try to learn its meaning, ponder over its verses, and try to practice upon them. Look at how, again, Allah Jalla wa'ala calls us to be kind and good to an orphan. He also calls us to be people who do not bash the emotions of others, especially those who are in need. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.